Just gonna run this dog to see if we can find any type of uh, human remains that are left. Listen to Where Secrets Go to Die, The Disappearance of Derek Hennigan. From the Detroit Free Press, a new podcast set in the woods of Michigan's Upper Peninsula. Available on Apple, Spotify, Freep.com, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey everybody, Ken Graham again here live at the Operations Area at the National Hurricane Center. Got a few updates. Uh, Dan Brown behind me has been issuing the forecast, really looking at all the model data, looking at the storm structure. So we do have a few changes from the last time. So we have uh, maximum sustained winds 85 miles an hour in the last advisor. We have movement northwest at 13 miles an hour. So I'll get to some of those changes, including uh, the, the forecast and the strength that we expect when we approach Florida. Dennis, we're getting out of the radar range. We were just talking about this before going live on the air. Uh, the eye of the We've been watching it uh, since it left uh, areas just uh, east of Puerto Rico. Not much of it left. And if you think about a radar, it's actually shooting up really high up in the air by the time you get out here. So you're not really seeing it. But the only real point that I have here is just starting to see some of those those rain bands set up. You know, those traditional rain bands that you see with that heavy rain. Starting to see some of that structure improve. And especially when you look at satellite. I mean, it's been, well, I guess I could say fairly ragged you know, a few days ago, last few days. But if you look at that, it's starting to look a little more like a, a traditional hurricane. Wood, yeah. So you're starting to see the center here with some of that convection. Maybe every once in a while you can see maybe a, an eye trying to form, So they may, and there may be an eye underneath there. But you can see these rain bands stretching pretty far out. And that's why we always say it's not just right around the center, it's, it's, it's a little further out. So, you know, about 80 miles, 85 miles or so away from that center, you can see the tropical storm force winds. It's not just right there at the center point, not just at the eye, it stretches out. Now you can't see the hurricane force winds, it's under the X there because it's pretty small. So really looking at that, the aircraft's out there now, actually seeing a, a, a double eye wall structure, an eye wall about five miles out and another eye wall outside of that. So it's doing its best to try to get a little stronger and some gain gain some of that, uh, that strength. Let me move the map down a little bit um, so you can see the rest of the cone. So another change in the forecast, we've been uh, forecasting it to become uh, a major hurricane. You can see that maybe a little earlier. So we're starting to see that structure form. So we're gaining some more confidence that that, that, that intensification is going to occur. So one of the things that has changed is we now are forecasting potentially to be 130 miles an hour at landfall, which is in the category four um, range. So stronger. I mean, that's, that's the message that I have there. We are forecasting it to be stronger. So you can see the Florida coast here and you know become a major hurricane possibly even a, a cap for at landfall still a hurricane with time so let's look at these times real quick so uh, you know just off the coast Monday morning and then even Tuesday morning that's 24 hours so 24 hours to make that distance is uh, a little bit of a slowdown and and that's not good news because that's longer to, to push those winds on with storm surge that's longer to get the hurricane winds uh, on shore that's more rainfall slow is never our friend with these storms so longer uh, time to get the rain and, and also that uh, you know the wind so pretty not the best situation here at, at all but I do want to point to the cone once again we spend time on the cone um, and it's interesting when I talk about the near term we talk about the impacts outside the cone but we get the extended forecast the cones real important because there's still some some model spread so as a result the cone is basically where we think 
the center could be two-thirds of the time based on our average error over the last five years. In other words, the center could be anywhere in here. So it's really, really important at this stage that anybody, you know, the Georgia coastline all the way down to Florida. And by the way, if the, you have a track further to the north, that means you get more impacts to the north. That means South Carolina, North Carolina, because you get that onshore flow uh, with time. So we just got to watch it um, in all these areas. And, and we remind everybody all the time, it's not just coastal. I mean, there's the coast of Florida. We talk about that storm surge, but depending on where the storm surge hits, some places are more vulnerable where the storm surge goes further inland. And the rain, it's all, all the state, all of Florida, portions of Georgia, we'll see where this actually hits. So you can get the wind statewide. This isn't just coastal, just a, an important factor. The other one here, Look at so we get the question all the time, uh, Dennis, about when's it going to start. So this is based on the latest advisory, and it's really the onset of tropical storm force winds. In other words, when you need to have your your plan ready. So for the Bahamas, I mean, you look at the the islands of the Bahamas. We're talking, you know, looking at tomorrow by by Saturday, you're going to have tropical storm force winds stretch across the Bahamas Saturday through Sunday morning, and then for the coast of Florida, I'll draw it again so you can uh, definitely see it there. Look at this, 8 a.m. on uh, Sunday. A little bit slower, right? So before we were talking about it, you know, being a little closer to the coast on Sunday. So during the day, Sunday into Sunday night, you'll start seeing that. Watch that. So it's really important to, to think about that. And we are trying to get the rainfall forecast, the Weather Prediction Center up in College Park working on this. Look at all the rain. So here's another thing to remember. Regardless of the track, regardless of where that center is, regardless of the strength, it's going to produce a lot of rainfall and it's statewide. So and if you think about some of these maximums, it, these things can shift. We're still pretty early in the forecast, so don't necessarily just go by what it is now. That could shift a little bit. So Dennis, I think we're going to take a, a couple spots here if we're still okay. We did want to talk to Dan Brown. Dan Brown's still on duty here. And uh, Dan, I mean, it's just... You know, basically, Dan's busy. He's really, he's been he's been issued with the forecast. He just got it out. Now he's trying to get the aircraft data. And what are you seeing? What are the trends? Um, we the last aircraft fix actually saw a double eye wall structure. Uh, maybe the intensity may have leveled off briefly, but we're still expecting it to strengthen. Conditions look favorable, uh, and uh, that's why it's forecast to be a major hurricane by uh, this time tomorrow. Well, there you have it. It's an evolving situation, and we are going to talk marine hazards because we were talking about it before, Dennis. So follow me. And you can see everybody um, working hard on it. Everybody's looking at uh, the computers so all huddled around, um, trying to get the latest information um, to, to everybody as the forecast evolves. You know, we've, we've done this before. We need to keep talking about it. The Tropical Analysis Forecast Branch, this group is amazing. They're here 24 hours a day, uh, keeping mariners safe, watching the seas, looking at uh, waves, swells, keeping the Coast Guard briefed um, on, on everything. So, so Dr. Lancey here, Chris, I mean, thank you for everything you're doing and everybody in Tappy, you guys. I'm always humbled walking over to this part. You guys are amazing. <laughs> Tell us what you're doing and, and you know, keeping us safe from the, the mariners, getting the ships to make sure we don't go in the, the big winds and seas. Yeah, what we're trying to do is provide forecasts of the winds and waves over the open ocean. It's consistent with what the hurricane forecasters are doing. So this morning, for example, this shows in the colors the wave heights. And the blue is fairly low, between six foot or lower. But when you start getting a yellow, 10 foot, orange, 15, and if we go tomorrow's conditions, as the hurricane is moving northwest, wave heights get up to 20, 25 feet, 
uh, keep getting larger as the system becomes a major hurricane and as it's reaching the Bahamas, you know, 25 to even 30 foot of significant wave heights. Um, after the hurricane goes through, those waves will diminish quite a bit. So we already know a lot of the cruise ships are moving out of the way and being able to get uh, to an area that's safer. Um, they're able to move quicker than the hurricane is, so that certainly helps in preparing. We do know that there's still a lot of ships out there, so this shows the areas right now near the hurricane, there's no ships. Um, and as the storm's going to move off to the northwest, we're hoping that these ships, whether they're cruise ships uh, or cargo ships or oil tankers, that they get out of the way so that they don't get impacted by the severe winds and waves. Um, so we're working with the Coast Guard to make sure that everybody's safe.